0: Thank you for tuning into The Windup, and today's hot topic is do the labels really match reality in terms of tasting notes? Um, I'm Trent,
1: and I'm Jason, and-, and we're two guys just on our unfiltered and unapologetic Ali, unprofessional <laughs> journey in wine. <laughs> but, I'll uh, say unapologetically right at some point. Uh, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Our slogan here at The Up is drink more, more try, try more, more, learn more. more.
0: Okay, Um, so before we go to the wines, we have our thought of the week. And I guess for me, my thought of the week is that um, I'm big with analogies and metaphors, and the one that I shared with Jace earlier in the week, he loved, so I'm going to share that with you guys. And for me, it was around we should treat wine like how we treat love um, or making love. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, we like to look at, at our lover and and make sure it's right we like to smell good for our lover we like to also taste our lover as well <laughs> and most of all and most of all is that you know we're going to take it slow we have to enjoy it we have to make it memorable we have to make it sensual as well <laughs>
1: my wife might disagree but then this is in my imagination. <laughs> in your imagination. Because it's very rare to make love nowadays, I guess is what we're saying. <laughs> that, I that, that was such an interesting analogy. And I have all of these pictures of you and a bottle of wine being sensual together. I, I don't know what that's like. But, um, <laughs> I don't know if I can watch you drink another wine again. But okay, okay. I, I get it. I
0: guess... Take your time. Yeah. take it slow. Enjoy
1: it. Yeah, it, it's not a quick bang bang twenty seconds like Correct. like I was a week ago. It, it's uh, it's long. It, it's enjoy the journey. Correct. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Good. Good analogy, and I hope that resonates with a lot of people there. Um, and, and so that was your thought of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what's on your mind, but if if I, let me bring it back to the topic at hand and and let's talk about my thought of the week, which is related to the label. I was very curious to understand uh, what is the role? Uh, How do these labels get created? And, And I found out there's actually a wine label designer. There's a wine label designer that comes up with the different labels on each wine. And do you know how much it costs to get a label? Oh... Design $1,000. Right, okay, that's what I thought. It's not. A label can be between $2,000 to $30,000, right? A huge amount. I think I'm in the wrong field, Jason. You're in the, well, you're still thinking about making love to a <laughs> wine bottle, so that, that's a different thing. Um, but, but to me, I, I found that very interesting. I also find it interesting around how you make a choice. And to me, the whole wine journey is about how do you make the right choice when you go to a, your local bottle shop for, for choosing a wine? And does labels really play a factor in that? Uh, I would say for me personally, I try and stay away for any labels that are too graphic-y or, or too design-y. I really like the simplistic labels because yeah. I feel like it's a marketing exercise yeah. to detract and attract. Uh, what about you? Do you pay attention to the labels oh, when choosing I do pay a
0: attention. To, similar to my thought of the, the, the week, it's around, you know, you see with your eyes first. If I like the look of it, I approach it. If I don't like the look of it, I don't approach it. You know, I like something that's, there yeah, that kind of captures me. <laughs>
1: you, you, you approach a lot of things. Okay. Uh, and, so, and so linking it back to to being sensual. Okay. I, I can see that the label having the side of it yeah. is very important. Um when I'm looking at the one, like I said, I, I look at the label. I just want a simplistic label, something like a penfold. Mm. It's like a, a red red logo, black yeah. writing, n- no, no design yeah. or whatever. Yeah. In comparison to you look at the um, you look at Nineteen Crimes, the one with Snoop Dogg on it. I feel like that's a marketing tactic. There's someone, a celebrity that's on there. That's too what's gimmicky? trying to draw them in. That's, T- that's too it.
0: gimmicky. I agree. Yeah, I like something that's to the point. You know, not too gimmicky. It's yeah. kind of like it tells you what it is, um, which region, what the wine is, what producer, what year, and you're not trying to hunt around yeah. Snoop Dogg's face trying to find what year it is.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, so, so would,
0: look, would you drop it like it's hot then?
1: I, do, <laughs> I feel like you drop it like a, like <laughs> it's hot when you're having a bottle and being sensual. So um, I, I'm curious, let us know in the comments below if you think a wine label is an important characteristic when, when choosing a wine, If if we were to choose and design our own wine labels um what what would your choice be um straight to the point black yeah. and white say it as it is yeah i think it should be a sensual face when you like it you, you go for it that kind of thing that that would be perfect for you mm. um, and yourself and yourself what and, represents and, you. and for me i think it would be me rolling my eyes when i'm tasting the wine because now that I've seen myself on footage, I realise I really rolled my eyes I, like I'm enjoying I keep enjoying on forgetting
0: it. that face. Can you show me that face again? Uh,
1: I, I'll, you'll see it a bit later. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very memorable. <laughs> so, so that's something to think about, uh, wine, labels and design. And, and that's kind of the thought and facts for the week. Let's move on to um, what we've been drinking
0: lately. Uh, what I've been drinking lately. So I um, actually had that drink with you. Um, the mm. Penfold 2009 uh, WT Shiraz. So, um, we had it over, not last weekend, but a couple of weekends ago. But, um, RWT stands for a Red Wine Making Trial. Um, obviously it's kind of grown from a trial now to something that's spectacular. Um, first time I've had it, even though I've kept it in the cellar for, I think, over 10 years, um, I knew it was going to be special. I didn't know it would be this special. Blew my mind in terms of how, Delicately, delicately balanced, it was with the power that it had of a big shiraz. It was um, juicy as it was creamy. It was refined. It was everything I I kind of expected and more. Um, I have I think four more bottles, and I just have to try and hold out and maybe not drink it all at once. Yeah. So that was my one. I know. What What do you think of it? You
1: had it as well. Oh, th- that was delicious. And and uh, I I think the gradings for Penfolds is like there's a. There's the Saint Henrys, and then it's the RWT, yeah, and the then Grange. it's it's the Grange. So um, I've had I've had the Saint Henrys, haven't had the RWT, but that that was delicious, yeah. uh, very smooth, uh, yeah. and 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 smooth to the mouth. It's yeah. Good. Again, back to the metaphor. So for me, it was like driving. A... <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, think, Go yeah. to the metaphor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: It's like driving like a Rolls Royce or a Bentley. You have all that power there, oh, it's on a cloud. Yeah, smooth. It's like a velvet glove. It's got the power, but it's softened in a controlled ma- manner. So that's how I describe it. Right.
1: I thought you were going to talk about lovers and I don't know. From I King's don't know why Cross you think that all like the time. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, you started out with that topic. Yeah. So what have you been drinking? So that was interesting. Uh, I've been drinking a uh, another Margaret River. It was a Chardonnay. It was a Lewin Estate um, Art Series uh, 2019. Um, and and that was it, it. Was very nice. It had uh, lemon citrus. It had uh, a bit of a grass scent to it as well, which is enjoyable in terms of the overall mouthfeel. It, it was quite encompassing. Uh, Mandarin citrus. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, and it was interesting because because I, I wanted to talk about price. Uh, that that art series was one hundred and ten dollars, which to me. You know, if you're spending anything over thirty, then then you're thinking about it. So 110, I wanted to give it a try, and it, it was nice. It was it was really delicious. Question on whether or not it's worth the value, and, and to me, that art series it's quite renowned um, across Australia as one of the best Chardonnays. Yeah. The the rwt for that age, I think we were looking for, it and we couldn't find a price. well what would that cost? Uh, us?
0: I think in a low two hundreds. Right. Uh, even though you can't buy it, but I think it'd be that kind of ballpark.
1: So so still a significant investment and. And for me, what I would say is the RWT tended more towards being worth that amount yeah. as, of, as opposed to the art series. But, but we want to give everyone an indication of prices, the things that you can try and, and vary. Certainly both very delicious yeah. wines.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it's always very tough when you're spending that amount of coin for yes. wines and you're kind of ex- probably expecting a lot as well. So, you know, it's always a bit of a risk, but again, you still have to try it. You have to try Maybe it. Maybe not every week unless you're
1: yes. earning the big bucks like Jace here. Yes. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't earn big bucks. <laughs> so let, let's get to the topic. And we've got an interesting table decoration right now. Do you want to talk through what the, the the topic in detail is? So the
0: topic in detail is we often see the tasting notes um, on the back of wines from reviewers, but we don't actually... Um, understand what they mean you know some of the 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 descriptors that come to mind are forest floor liquid viagra gooseberries cat piss whetstone and horsehair. i don't know about you guys but for me i haven't really come across many of those things i don't really understand so coming from an it background i use a very logical um thought process around what means what and how and why so i thought i looked at the script for well, these two wines i've actually literally took that meaning around um garig which is going to be bay leaves thyme uh and a bit of rosemary i think i'm missing the sage um star nice got cola got fennel got raspberries cinnamon pomegranate uh crushed coriander seeds um just to as we drink, smell it. Does it make sense? Can we make two and two kind of match up?
1: Yeah, I I don't know how liquid Viagra. What would that taste like? And and what's the difference to tablet form? I don't know. That that's bizarre. But I don't know. You tell me, Jess. You need to. Well, I guess we'll find out if any of these <laughs> uh, have any Viagra in it. But but that's the kind of thing. It's it's a great topic because there's so many descriptors. Let's see if it's true. So so let's talk about the wines that we have today. And it's the Battle of the Pinots. We've got a a Pinot from um, New Zealand, Central Otago, and then we have a Pinot from Yarra Valley. So the one from New Zealand is the Nanny Goat uh, 2020 Pinot Noir from from New Zealand. Central
0: Otago, classic, classic. My one's from Oak Ridge Estate in the Yarra Valley, the Hazeldean Pinot Noir 2020. Very good winery.
1: Right. And so we've got it laid out here, and, and we're going to start out with, with the Nanny Goat. Uh, and, and firstly, we'll go through the descriptors, what, what people have been saying in terms of the wine label and the reviews. We'll test it against reality, and then we'll also go through a rating. So, so we'll start with the Nanny Goat. And, uh, and the, the Nanny Goat had some inter- interesting descriptions. On the label, it says blah, 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 blah. And then we are in the, this is in the pursuit of magic right and how what does that mean into taste and smell i I don't know i never
0: pursued magic myself
1: (laughs) you've never pursued magic (laughs) magic so so we got to see if we if we then move to the tasting notes it it talks about it has a scent of cola karig which is you had to explain that to me you just said what that is we've got the fennel which is the the great green bush here and that is the scent and so i think what we should do like we say when we're tasting here, we should be able to taste with our nose, our mouth, and our eyes. Now, I went in a different order, but I was just trying <laughs> to mix it up. Let's try the nose. So no. we should be um, smelling this, getting some cola, garig, and fennel okay. vibes. Mm.
0: Mm. You had the cola, right? I've smelt the cola, I smelt the wine, and the
1: fennel. Let's go. You put that bush in the face, I right there. I love a bit of bush in my face. Okay, okay. Like so far, I've gone to uh, the chicken shop and had a coke with uh, some chicken stuffing with with seasoning in there, and then the fenn- oh, it tickled my nose sorry. <laughs> bush does do that <laughs> too you <laughs> it went, it went straight in there and so fennel isn't fennel normally like a licorice scent
0: i think the problem is well
1: <laughs> <look, I'm gonna laughs> you, you really ripped that open there um okay there there fennel see? you're aggressive I, I see the kind of lovemaker you are That's- Okay, so that's. Th- did you want to smell some some licorice in your in your nostrils?
0: Mm. Now, let's The funny thing for me is that
1: mm.
0: I don't think any of these smells maybe is a kind of one to one match. Yes. But as I smell them and smell the wine, it kind of goes well together.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. I think, the, to be honest, the the first scent and and maybe this is what I always get out of a Pinot was more, more like a a raisin. Raisin, dry raisin kind of flavor prune.
0: More the classic peanuts, more kind of red fruits, but. Um, but
1: all of these, after smelling it, you can kind of imagine it, well, not imagine, you can kind of smell it as well within the, within yeah, the flavor. Yeah. Whether or not if we had these here, I don't know if I would have got those straight away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's, it's good. I think now that we've had it, we've compared it, I kind of get it. Mm hmm. At least for this one, we can see for the next one. But um, yeah, I kind of get it.
1: Yeah, I agree. You, you, you can you can uh, you can smell those flavors in there. If we go to the taste, then uh, and and the taste of it here is around um, cola, red currant, crushed coriander seeds. I think I think you've crushed some seeds and and some star anise. Mm. So let's uh let's smell the star anise. Reminds me of Vietnamese fur. And the crushed coriander seeds. Okay. And the cola? Yeah, that tastes like Coca-Cola. That's interesting. Have you had a sip?
0: I haven't sipped the cola. I sipped this, sorry. Yeah. No, just try and think. I feel the... I feel... Definitely the herbs around the gorille kind of coming yep. through for me. A slight hint of a cola, but maybe that's the, I don't know, is it the, not the sweetness, but something else that kind of comes through. Mm-hmm. Not so much the fennel. Um, maybe a hint of cardamom, not so much styanese.
1: I think the cardamom is cori- coriander seeds. Coriander seeds, sorry. Coriander seeds. That's probably the one that's most prevalent in the taste for really. me. Mm. Uh, I, I just had another sip of Coke with it. I mean, it goes nice with, with the wine, but yeah. Coke goes nice with everything in my mind. <laughs> so in terms of whether or not it actually matches reality maybe there's a bit of imagination there and creativity yeah. but there's certainly elements that are coming through well i think it's like art
0: right it's a bit subjective sometimes you know yeah. how you interpret it with me like i get it I, I think it makes sense but again that logical pattern it does fit together some more so than others but i think that's good test
1: and not not everyone has the same uh, yeah. experience in terms of taste and scent. So yeah. so we we'll try the next one.
0: No, the other thing that you said that a reviewer mentioned is around the number eight in rugby. Uh, yes. How could you forget?
1: How could I forget that one? So so there was a reviewer of the nanny goat, and, and what they said is that having the wine is like a number eight in rugby. It has a punch and does some heavy lifting but is nimble to show soft hands and quick feet like the backs. Now, that was really creative, and, and obviously this person is a rugby union um, mm. fan or, or even a player themselves, mm. but how do you translate that to wine? I'm I don't know. Sure.
0: Like for me, you know, i played rugby before, and I, funnily enough, I've actually played that number eight position. Right. And the, my, the thought that kind of comes to my mind is about dirty, sweaty men going for a ball. Right. But- <laughs> i don't know how that translates
1: (laughs) i don't know (laughs) Nanny goat doesn't remind me of 30 sweaty men Well, maybe i need to taste it again feel like a rugby player now i don't feel like a rugby player but but what i do feel like what they're trying to say is that when you do taste it, it's got a strong, bold flavor. And over time, the finish is quite subtle. Mm. It's, uh, there's still quite a finish it's still, right there, yeah, it's quite did, a gentle.
0: For me, it means that there's a lot of restraint there. Um, but I'd not probably feeling the power of a number eight coming through. Probably more of a winger.
1: A winger. What about soft hands? I, I found that was interesting, yeah. but, but anyway, there we go. Anyway, next line. Uh,
0: Oakridge Estates in the Yarra Valley, Hazel Dean Pinot twenty twenty. I think north facing. I think um, of the Oakridge ones. I think Hazel Dean's in a north facing, slightly hotter area. I think lower altitude, which means that it should be slightly bigger uh, in terms of flavour. But um, I think looking at the ratings, actually quite well rated. Um, so we can try and see. So again. Eyes, nose, mouth. Let's try with the eyes first. Colour. I think... Get our special wine tools. It's called our A4 piece of paper. And uh, it's very light colour. So compared to the nanny goat, slightly lighter as well. So interesting in terms of what that translates into in terms of flavour.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's... It's probably more watermelon uh, with other ones. The nanny goes a bit darker.
0: Yeah, so just um, in terms of the reviews for the Hazel Dean, um one of the reviews talks about a complex array of red fruits, pomegranate, red cherry, alpine raspberry. I brought some raspberries because I haven't really tasted alpine raspberry before. I'm hoping it's very similar. Um, nestled with a whole bunch of aromatics and cinnamon like spices um air brings some riper notes of mascherano cherries uh, ripe plum into a sense and depth of concentration so lots of words there lots of um descriptors um i've got the pomegranates i've got the raspberries uh got cinnamon as well let's see if you can match yeah
1: absolutely and and (coughs) while you've been talking i've been smelling it and and to be honest the pomegranate stands out on the nose i do get those popping seeds oh yes yeah definitely a lot more
0: um herbaceous than the Mm. first one definitely a lot more savory for me um nanny go a lot lighter this is a bit more savory bigger
1: yeah you're right even though Mm. it's
0: lighter in color but the
1: color doesn't really translate to the nah. scent. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. no one taste.
0: The tannins are is a lot bigger on this one compared to the nanny goat. Mm. A bit more structure, complexity, and the length is definitely a lot better on this one than the nanny goat.
1: Yeah. Uh, the tannin in that, the kind of stretching feeling on the mouth, it, it's still there. The flavor profile on the length is, is a lot stronger as opposed to the soft hands of the nanny goat, nanny goat, even the nanny goat, <laughs> both good wines. <laughs> but this is, uh, on the mouth, it feels a bit more, um, a bit more full bodied than the other, there's a bit mm. more body to it. I wouldn't say it's full bodied, but there's more body to that to the other in mind,
0: yeah, which is surprising for me because it's lighter in color, yes, which tends to mean uh, less skin contact because there's less color and less tannins. But then there's actually bigger tannins, more complexity. Um, what's the uh, vintage again? 2020,
1: okay. And, and could vintage play a role in, in, in the difference in complexity? Yes, but
0: it's only one year, um, yeah. But so what might play a role definitely is around. Um, where it's grown, right? So, as I say, this pro- this was a lower altitude, bit more heat, a bit more development of um, the grapes compared mm. to probably where Central Otago is. Um, yeah, which probably another episode, soil, weather aspect, how all that influences the the wine
1: itself. The impact of the region. Look, yep. I, I, I've I- been tasting both. Yeah, um, and I, I think we can give a rating. I think uh, so for, for both of them. Um, and, and so if we start off with the most recent, the the Oak Ridge. This, well, I bought this one because I had it before and
0: it reminds me again why I bought it. Mm. Um, so for me, it's like 8 out of 10.
1: Yeah, that, that was the number that I was going to... Like, I feel like the Oak Ridge is 8 out of 10 in terms of cork, corkscrews. It's just got more complexity. It's got more body. Mm. Um, it's, it's interesting that the colour is lighter, but yeah. it's got all of that. Uh, and, and, and for the Nanny Goat, I would I would give the Nanny Goat a 7. I, I think it was enjoyable. I, yeah. I just don't think it has the same complexity and depth yeah. and length as as uh, the Oak Ridge. I'm
0: between a 6 and a 7. Like this one is very, again, it's there, but for me it's a lot simpler.
1: Yeah,
0: I like a thinking line that makes you think, and I think this one yes. does it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's why, absolutely that's true. That's
1: why I say this is a 8 and that's probably like a 6. And I'm I'm so keen to find out the differences between the regions for another episode. But 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 that's a good good summary of each. So so let's talk about the conclusion. Okay, the conclusion is that look,
0: the descriptors are there in terms of um, I guess subjective how you describe the wines. I think it does help sometimes because um, as you describe, you have associations baked into taste, um, smells, and memories. Um, for the kind of logical um, exercise that we did today. I think it worked to some aspects. You know, mm. I didn't think it would be hundred percent, but I think it does make sense.
1: Um so that's my my uh conclusion. Yeah. And and you can be as creative as you want to be. If you want to use rugby, then so be it. As long as you're enjoying it. I I'm kinda of the same. I I think that what you get out of this uh is some other descriptors that you could try and maybe they don't hit the mark, maybe they don't, but but it's a good impact in trying to understand it and taste the wine.
0: Yeah, do what works for you. You know, it could be um, like fish sauce, soy sauce, or whatever like that. What you kind of um, know? Yeah. Um, what it kind of um, brings back to you? know, your memories, your thoughts as well. So again, up to you. There's no right or wrong with what we do. Um, just really you know, give your feedback. Satin
1: sheets, liquid Viagra. Vi- Viagra. Use what you like. And so that's the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening and watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And as we say here, drink Drink more, more, try more, more, learn learn more. more. Thank you.